Chun Literature feature today. We speak to daughter of uh, slain hero Chris Haini, Lindy Wehani. Lindy Wei will tomorrow launch her memoir, Being Chris Haini's Daughter. In this memoir, she recalls the 12 years she shared with her father and the toll that his untimely death, brutal death, in fact, took on the Haini family. And she joins us now on the line. Lindy, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for uh, speaking to us. And I'm sure it makes it a little bit better that you've been doing interviews about this because um, it's just been painful to read some of the excerpts even for me as well um good afternoon Tuki so um firstly thank you for inviting me on and hi to your listeners it is you know it is painful to relive the memories but it's in a way it's being very cathartic you know because the more i speak about it the more piece by piece i'm kind of letting it go you were very young when this happened, and I remember this because, and, and I remember you actually as a very young, sprightly, feisty young girl at the time when it happened. Um, you're a real, you're a real package, like your sister. But it, it happened when it was. Did you? How long did it take for you to fully come to as to what had happened? Because it was a brutal scene. You know that it's taken me all this time. It took me, I think, until meeting Yanush Walush and speaking to him that, I mean, it seemed odd because it was 23 years later that I, had, I could finally accept that he is not coming back. You know, I know, you are, I know he had passed on and I know how and the trauma, but for some reason, after speaking to him, it was the ultimate, like, period that this is it. There's no coming back from this. I want to ask you this question, and this is where we get really personal, and you can tell us where you, you would rather not speak about it. I don't even think you remember when you and I last saw each other. You spoke about your drug use. It was actually, do you know that you gate crashed my 35th birthday, Lindy? Do you know that? <laughs> you know, that does feel so embarrassing. I'm going to put the disclaimer that I was probably high to people. I've come a long way. I no longer crash people's parties. No, but you know, it it actually it was. That's why this was this important. This interview is so important for me because it it was a sigh of relief when you were speaking about how your family and friends have been so worried about the, you know, how your life was spiraling out of control. You were so out of it, Lindy, that. You couldn't, and we were just worried about you the whole time. I was like, "Where's Lindy? Is she okay?" And and it was that that connecting those dots from that young little girl that I knew to this person that I was seeing now. But I I also knew what happened. So I, I found myself asking, "Are you existing in this parallel universe so that you don't have to go to reality?" Is that what it felt like for you? It was. It was a way to just wipe everything that had happened from oblivion. But that only worked for a certain amount of time, you know. So as much as I was trying to forget everything that happened, it always caught up with me. Mm. And it is funny that you mentioned that feisty girl to that person. Because, you know, like I went through that whole thing and I could hardly recognize myself at all, Mm. you know. And I can tell you right now I have no clue. No, I meeting your gate crashing your party. You know that's that's just the sad reality of what my life was. No, I mean I I I I could imagine, and and you were very close to your sister uh, Nomakwezi. That must have been a double whammy losing her uh, at the time when you needed her so much. 
You know that that the, with my sis Kwezi's death, I only really began to mourn her when I went into rehab, because before I was so angry, you mm. know, at at her, at her sudden death that I just chose to not even not even contemplate and not even go through the mourning process. So when I entered rehab, that was on my to-do list that I need to talk about her, and I just I just made the decision that you know what I need to let go of the hows and whys and just start to accept the fact that Kwezi is never coming back. And I can tell you that it hurts me still today, every single day. I cannot, every time I think okay, that I, my sister is not around, it, it takes my breath away. Do you so see how much you look problem. like her now, though? Have you seen pictures, just for, for the listeners, Conte, we went to school with Kwezi, uh, um, Lindy's sister, and we're friends. Do you see how much you look like her now? I, I almost fell off my chair when I saw a picture of you in uh, in the magazine. You know, people, people. I still believe, so people, in my heart, I look like my father, but people want to tell me I look like my mother and look like crazy. I think it's just the high yellow skin. You, you look like both, but you, you looked real... Uh, you know, you really look a lot like. But I'm curious about this, though. You you were angry with your father for dying. You were angry with Quiz. Were you ever angry with your mother? Because I know you were also very close to your mother. Um, there were. You know, like it's it's very rational anger. It's the anger that because as a mother, you know, she had to keep going and have to keep motivating us to keep moving forward. And sometimes I'd be rationally angry about how seemingly. It, she can go on, but mm. obviously it wasn't easy for her. But you know, it's just I was angry at everybody. I was, you know, it was just uh, white hot irrational anger at the world. And your sister now, do you uh, speak about her at all in the book? Oh, I speak about her a lot. I mm. speak about her a lot. Yeah, she's very prominent in my book. Well, we wish you all the best, and and thank you for speaking to us, Lindy. And we 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 wish you greater strength and uh, greater courage as you, you know, recover through this journey and and build better memories. I hope.